Uh, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the doctor has, when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there. If you have any questions about anything, just hit the contact me button. So you can send, a, uh, send an email or call and leave a message. Either way, we'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours. And we'll do everything we can to get your uh, questions answered and get you on the right track. Also, um, while you're on the site, be sure and hit the radio shows tab. And at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. Got uh, over 650 shows up there now, and we encourage you to share them via email or social media, and uh, just have fun with it. Also, if you scroll down a little further, you'll see about the information about the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page is the link to the Facebook page, as well as, more importantly, the Telegram channel that uh, where I post most of the stuff. I've been putting a lot of things up there this morning before the show, and uh, we're going to be looking at some of that stuff today during the show. But uh, if you miss anything, you can always go there and catch up on all of it. And they don't censor there, so that's the best part. And I always post the replays to the shows there as well, so you can get this one-stop shop, so to speak. And uh, just have fun with it. Keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Eurofolk Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only so that as a responsible adult, you can use the show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. That's 614-426-8787. One last time, 614-426-8787. And all the other ways of listening and calling in and stuff are on the website under the radio shows tab. Have fun with that. And uh, we hope to hear from you. Um, Now, first and foremost, I have a little bit of bad news um, at least I consider it really bad news. I have had some things come up beyond my control that are going to prohibit me from attending the Rowdy Rebel jam- Jamboree. Uh, unfortunately, um, there's nothing I can do about it, but uh, I am sadly uh, going to miss this. I really, really, really wanted to be there, 
And uh, I was really looking forward to meeting so many of the listeners and to Daryl and Jimmy and Russ and uh, good grief, um, Harvey and Mike and so many. And I'm just bummed out that I'm not going to be able to be there. But um, unfortunately, just something came up that uh, does not allow me to make it. And I will be with you in spirit. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to do something in the future um, that I will be able to attend. But unfortunately, at this point, uh, this weekend, I am not going to be able to make it to Alabama. So just wanted to get that out. I, I didn't want to say anything until I had a chance to talk with Daryl yesterday and let him know. And he was very gracious. And um, I appreciate that, and uh, I'm sure it will work out for the best. It may open up some time so that some of the other things they were considering doing will be easier to do. Um, and I think uh, it's going to be a fantastic event, uh, and I really, really look forward to hearing some of the recordings and things that will be uh, made from it. And I just hope everybody has a wonderful time. And eat some barbecue for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, but I just wanted to make sure I got that out before we went on with the show, um, just to uh, make sure I didn't forget and miss it, because I wanted to make sure the people knew that. But anyway, will not be able to make it to the rowdy rebel rebel jamboree this month or this week. Alrighty, you know, have uh, uh, the uh, the injections are claiming more famous people, as it would turn out. Uh, Colin Powell, uh, former uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, former Secretary of State, um, and lots and lots of other things. The guy was involved in all kinds of stuff, and uh, he was uh, quite uh, a name uh, for a number of years here in the U.S., part of the government and the military. And uh, he was fully vaccinated, and I believe it was yesterday morning he passed away. Uh, as they claim uh, complications from COVID. And uh, uh, it's a shame. You know, it, it's a shame when anyone uh, unknowingly volunteers to get in line to die, basically. And that's what you're doing if you take one of these injections, either early on or later down the road, um, you're shortening your lifespan. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go a little, read a little bit of an article about this uh, situation. Former Secretary of State Colin Powell is dead after getting fully vaccinated for the Wuhan coronavirus. According to his family, however, Powell died of complications from COVID-19, which more than likely he got because he was producing spike proteins like a little spike protein factory. This being the excuse that was put up on Facebook following his passing. General Colin L. Powell, former U.S. Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, passed away this morning due to complications from COVID-19, the official statement reads. He was fully injected. We want to thank the medical staff at Walter Reed National Medical Center for their caring treatment. Makes you wonder, I wonder if their caring treatment involved remdesivir and a ventilator. <laughs> More than likely it did. And so they should also thank Anthony Fauci for yet one more person and one more notch on the list of deaths uh, caused by his uh, famous and lethal protocol. We have lost a remarkable and loving husband, father, grandfather, and great American. Powell worked as a, in numerous Republican administrations to shape American foreign policy during the late 20th century and early 21st century. 
It was reported that Powell, 84, had been suffering from multiple myeloma. Ooh, that's fun. I had a friend that had that. And you can't get rid of it with nutrition. A type of blood cancer that attacks B cells. And uh, these cells are a critical part of the body's immune system response to the Fauci flu. Yeah. And, you know, had he not taken the jabs, chances are he probably never would have got the Fauci flu. Anyway, following uh, Powell's passing, former President George W. Bush, under whom Powell worked, released a statement claiming that he and Laura are deeply saddened by the death of Colin Powell. He was a great public servant, starting with his time as a soldier during Vietnam, Bush wrote. Many presidents relied on General Powell's counsel and experience. He was National Security Advisor under President Reagan, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under my father and President Clinton, and Secretary of State during my administration. <coughs> Powell was a favorite of presidents over the past several decades, despite spreading lies to push for Iraq war. <coughs> According to Bush, he and other former presidents all loved Powell so much that he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice. The general public, however, uh, soured on Powell after he pushed faulty intelligence before the United Nations to advocate for a war in Iraq under George W. Bush. Powell later admitted that he was that, that this was a blot on his allegedly stellar record. <coughs> to George W. Bush, though, it is not that big of a deal because Colin was a family man and a friend. Oh, that covers up the fact that, you know, we went into Iraq for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Killed lots and lots of people. Thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands, actually. But he was a family man and a friend, so that covers all that up. Laura and I send Alma, Paul's wife, and their children our sincere condolences as they remember the life of a great man, Bush added in his uh, letter to the family. Despite working for a number of Republican administrations, Powell issued a surprise endorsement for Barack Hussein Obama in his 2008 presidential race. I think we need a generational change, Powell stated, despite supposedly not even knowing much about Obama. Yeah, right. Powell said that he was uh, impressed by Obama's intellectual vigor and believed him to be a better choice than John McCain. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a coin flip there. They both sucked the brown out of poopy as far as I'm concerned. But, uh, you know, it is what uh, it is. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was actually just laughing. I said, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, however, uh, I'm back in the hospital. Oh, I really? Have, I have a mind-blowing experience you may be interested in. And this is Ryan, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So what's going on? So I, I went back in because I spent 16 and a half hours uh, Sunday night riding this kidney stone out. And it was, they gave me this uh, oxycodone slash acetaminophen, which is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And um, did not help with any pain mitigation whatsoever. So the next night, but I had a little blind dog with me, so I didn't have anywhere to take him. And, um, so I just, and also I just kept thinking like, am I, am I supposed to feel all this pain? And I mean, I was literally on the ground. I would like wake up after passing out for a few minutes, like in weird positions. And it was, it was awful. It was pain. I don't wish on anyone. And I'm like, I, you know, the, the hospital gives me something that makes that pain go away immediately. You know, what's the point of me 
suffering this much. I should just, so I made plans, took my dog back, uh, took my dog, gave my dog to somebody to keep. And I went into the hospital when the, because the pain keeps flaring up in the afternoon, evening. And it's, you know, so it started ramping up and about nine, 10 o'clock, they finally admitted me into the emergency room again and gave me Dilaudid, which immediately all my pain stopped. And I was like, oh, fantastic. And um, so then they start with the whole, do an x-ray. Okay, what do you see? We can't tell you. The doctor's got to tell you. Okay. Then they do an ultrasound. What do you see? I can't tell you. The doctor's got to tell you. Okay. And then they come into my room and they go, okay, we're going to give you an antibiotic. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why, why do you want to give me an antibiotic? And she says, well, your white blood cell levels are elevated a little bit. I said, a little bit? I said, that could very well be because I was stressed out for 16 and a half hours with pain the night before. Could it not? Doesn't stress cause elevation of white blood cells? She's like, yes. And I said, okay, so you want to ruin my natural immunity for that purpose? I said, no, I'm going to refuse that. And she goes, okay, well, I'm going to give you a blood thinner then. And I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> wait a minute. Why on earth are you thinking of giving a healthy person a blood thinner? She's like, well, they're planning on admitting you and you'll probably be in bed for a few days and we want to make sure you don't get any blood clots. I said, what? I said, really? I said, did they already look at all the imagery and everything? And she's like, no, they haven't got the reading yet. I said, so they're making plans on doing procedures and keeping me here, even though they haven't even read the imagery yet. I said, what on earth is going on here? And she's like, so you're refusing the, the blood thinning as well? And I said, yes, absolutely. And I said, no procedures. Absolutely not. I'm passing a kidney stone. That's normal to pass a kidney stone. It's normal for it to take up to a week. I've even heard someone say up to a month. And I said, you know, I, I no. So then I said, bring the doctor in here. I need to hear what the reading is. And she goes, oh, that doctor's off now. And I'm like, well, bring any doctor in here. And, and oh, nope, you've already been transferred to the admitting doctor who will be in in the morning. I went, you've got to be kidding me. So once they, once they, I turned down all their procedures and I felt comfortable that nobody was going to try anything, I let them give me another shot of Dilaudid to, to finish the night with. And then I woke up at five in the morning and I, I'm like, I feel great. And uh, I called the nurse. The nurse comes in. I said, hey, you know, when can I talk to these guys? I said, I feel good. I want to get up and move around. I'm supposed to move around to help this kidney stone move. And he's like, oh, I don't know when they'll be in. So... Um, then fast forward to 9.50, they finally show up, wow. 9.50, four and a half hours later. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she comes in here, and it was, it was like talking to a Nazi scientist. It was so bizarre, the way she, she would not pronunciate it all. Mr. Thor, this is the And I said, excuse me, ma'am, I'm hearing impaired. I need you to slow down, and I need you to pronunciate for me, okay? We're going to have a discussion here. You're not just going to tell me what's what. And um, she goes, okay, well, we have a concern because the stone is in your lower uh, urethra or, your urethra, or whatever it's urethra. called. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, not the urethra. That's okay. the wiener tube. It's the uh, uh, the urethra or, the or something. It's the tube from the kidney down yeah. to the bladder. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so it's stuck in the lower part. I get it. That's that sounds common again. And she goes, and it's you know, it's a little bit in, inflamed. I said, okay. And I said, did the blood test come back with uh, any major infection or anything? She goes, no, but it could be. And I said, well, there's a lot of could be's. And she's like, you know, uh, we're thinking about doing a procedure. I said, no procedure necessary. I said, listen, I feel fine right now. I said, if there was something wrong, my body would tell me there's something vastly wrong. 
And, uh, and she says, well, um, we want to admit you anyway. And I said, no, actually, I said, I want to get up and I want to move around. I said, what I need is I need an, an, a medication for pain that will do its job. I said, that's all I need. The only reason I'm in here taking up an emergency room bed right now is because you gave me something that's ineffective for the pain that comes with passing a kidney stone. I said, the Dilaudid you gave me, it, I had no pain in a minute. You know, like within seconds, I had no pain. And I know a pill might take a little bit longer. I said, but so you have pills that will help me. Um, you have pills that will help me uh, lower my pain so that I can process this. Okay. And um, she said, well, I can't give you Vicodin because it'll make you sleepy. I said, what do you think the Dilaudin does? The Dilaudin makes me sleepy. Hello, sir. <laughs> Uh, the, ure the urology doctor just showed up. So let me go ahead and talk to him and okay. I'll check back in with you guys. All right. Thank yeah. you, sir. Good. Thanks for the update. Wow. Boy, I'll tell you what. And this is why nutrition is so important. You know, he's in a situation now that is, and, and he's in a place where you don't want to be. But, uh. Well, wish him the best, and hopefully we, uh, when he gets done chatting with the uh, urologist, we'll find out what more is going on. Hopefully he'll get out of there before they do anything really bad to him. And so I'm not going to go any further with the Colin Paul stuff, but basically, you know, another situation where someone died who didn't really have to. You know, yeah, he had multiple myeloma. Uh, I have a friend that, you know, contracted that or had that uh, what num i forget how long ago it's been probably 20 years since he first told me about it and he's still alive and kicking because he did not go to an md for treatment he was smart and did things naturally did nutrition and all the other stuff and got rid of it um the worst thing you can do if you got cancer which is just one more nutritional deficiency disease is go to an md because given half a chance they will kill you Especially now, because they'll want you to take the jab, too. And, uh, you know, it goes on and on. At least people are starting to fight back. Uh, here's an article. Pennsylvania joins 10 other states in withdrawing from the National School Boards Association over COVID fascism. That's a good thing. People are backing up. And, uh, oh, great. Where's my... Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, uh, I was just listening um, uh, to uh, what you were talking about, that kidney stone. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if, I, I actually didn't try it myself, but um, many years ago, not that many years ago, I had a severe kidney stone. Of course, I refused to go to the, I wasn't going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I started reading up on it. And I started drinking copious amounts of uh, real lemon, you know, I was squeezing lemons into water. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I was drinking a lot of it, and I was also using, like, Paul Bragg's uh, vinegar right. in, distilled, right. in distilled water, drinking copious amounts of that. Mm -hmm. um, I literally could feel the stone jamming, and the pain would start. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I just solved this kind of by myself. I actually would lay on my shoulders on, the, on, a, on a mat by the floor and put my legs way up the wall. And those eyes basically inverted. Mm-hmm. And I was actually like, you know, I was like, um, how would you put it? I, I was pushing in on my abdomen, like like pulsing, like kind of right. hard as I, not not as hard as I could, but 
I literally was pushing the stone. It seems like I was pushing the stone back up out because when I would do that, it would stop. The pain would stop. It wasn't jammed anymore. Mm-hmm. This sounds crazy. And yeah. then after a day or two, I literally I would kept relieving the pain that way. I kept drinking all that stuff. I never reached the point where I was like in like distress where I couldn't actually urinate. Right. And then on the second day or third day, I went and I actually, what happened was the 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 the, the lemon juice and the vinegar must have rounded off the sharp edges, mm-hmm. and I went to go and I heard you know I'm, I'm, I'm basically peeing and I went blah 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 yep. blah yep. and I go right out. damn yep. and I'm going well uh, and just just kind of common sense and I and I knew that the the stone would be dissolved. Then later on, I ran into a guy. And he said, oh, no, he says, that's too long. He said, what you got to do is, apparently there's a technique, and you can go on the Internet and find it, and a lot of people swear by it. It's called, you just take asparagus, cooked asparagus, and you you puree it in a blender. And it's a combination of drinking that asparagus down like it's a smoothie, and then apparently, it sounds awful, getting liters of classic coat, like a couple of them, and you basically drink that Coke in combination with the with the uh, asparagus. They say it can be canned asparagus, fresh asparagus that you cook and then grind up. Doesn't matter. It's got to be asparagus. And apparently, it acts almost instantly on the rocks. It just dissolves them, <laughs> even though you've just received a huge dose of sugar and and you know caramel coloring and everything else. That's it. But apparently, it's the, <laughs> it's the class it's the classic Coke, not diet particularly, mm-hmm. but a classic Coke. And apparently they say you try to get that leader down, maybe even just, it's different common. Everybody has a little slightly different story, but it's basically asparagus and uh, I forget what they call it, you know, the stuff that's in the Coke that dissolves rust. Phosphoric and, acid. There you go. And apparently it, it's like, it acts like a fizzy on your, you remember the old fizzies when we were kids? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, apparently when that combination gets down there to where you've got your stone, it, it's gone. He says, this it's so it's fast. He says, you won't have it more than, I don't know, 12 hours, 8 hours. It's just gone. Interesting. And I, yeah, I suffered for about two days with mine. And after he told me that, I said, well, if I ever get kidney stones again, I'm going to try the asparagus and classic Coke. And, again, you can find a number of, of and, you know, people on the, on the Internet, on YouTube, telling you, yeah, this is how you get rid of stones. Hmm. That's know? the first time I've heard that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the lemon well, juice, the uh, the apple cider, we actually talked about this with the same person yesterday. He was talking yeah. about it, and we were discussing yeah. different things. Also, um, a tincture of organic um, uh, corn silk is another one that Dr. Peter Glidden recommends uh, wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's supposed to work very, very quickly, too, and it doesn't carry all the sugar of the Coke, but... You know, if you're in that kind of pain and it's a one-time deal, it would probably be worth putting in some Coke once. Uh, I mean, anything in, uh, what's the word, uh, moderation, so to speak. Uh, But, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's the phosphoric acid. You know, if you want to avoid the sugar, you could probably just drink toilet bowl cleaner. Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, but it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, like I say, it's, uh, if, 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 if you get the, uh, I don't know if you've ever had them. No, um, no, <laughs> thank well, goodness. Well, let me just suffice it to say. It's bad, I know. They can make a grown man cry. Oh, okay? yeah, I'm I mean, sure. Um, ask anyone who's had it or witness anybody who had them, and it's not uh, life-threatening, but you don't ever want to have it happen to you. Right. Because it is so... 
uh, alarming to have it happen, and it hurts it hurts so much. Yeah, yeah. And I, if nobody can help you, you're you're all you are on your own. It's like dying. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to go by yourself by your... no matter what. <laughs> right. And my thought when the guy told me about the asparagus was, you know, if I could have shortened it over a matter of just hours as opposed to two days, which yeah. is about what it took. I would have gone for the coke and the mm-hmm. asparagus because yeah. apparently they'll take you into the hospital and they'll they'll do a frequency right and they shatter them with a type of a resonance right yeah ultrasonic and and this is how they will you know and people of course outrageous amount of money and it's a procedure and then of course I guess they still go in with a knife at some points and and and, and get them out. Uh, yeah, the problem is when they do the ultrasonic stuff, and many times they break them up, but they're still really jagged, and they can get lodged and all kinds of things. Oh, so, yeah, no, they would be yeah. just as bad. I, I thought that myself. I thought, well, now what have you got? you still got a bunch of shards. You mm-hmm. just made them smaller, yeah. and that's what hurts. They are they are sharp. Right. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. And once they're rounded out, there's nothing to yeah, it's it. It's like a little you know? BB then. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I, I just thought I'd add that in there for people to listen because it, uh, it, it really it, the, the the lemon and the uh, and the vinegar does work, and apparently the asparagus and coke is a very accelerated version. Yeah, well, just just so you'll know, in case you weren't listening yesterday, the problem that causes kidney stones is a chronic calcium deficiency. Now, doctors will tell you just the opposite. They'll say your blood calcium's elevated and you need to avoid calcium at all costs. They are full of crap up to their eyebrows. It's because you've been low on calcium that you have these things. And you need to get lots and lots of calcium. You need good calcium. Uh, and the only place to get it is longevity, because we've got the most absorbable calcium on the market, 98%. The next best stuff, which is only available by prescription, is about 60%. The stuff you buy in the stores, just buy it and throw it in the trash because that's how much good it'll do you. So if you want to avoid kidney stones in the future, the 90 essential nutrients with uh, making sure that you've gotten at least 1,000 milligrams of calcium per day per 100 pounds of body weight. And that will pretty much guarantee you'll never have another kidney stone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that fellow who just called in can get get himself out of the hospital and get yeah. a hold of some asparagus and some coke. Really? <laughs> yeah, and see if see if it helps him because boy, he's getting ready to go through the the the, the mill there. Um, I'm sure at this they, point he's willing to try just about anything. He'd be a yeah. good guinea pig for it. So right. To speak. Yeah. And he's he's on painkillers at this point, which isn't going to help him. Right. Just, Unless yeah. he can just stay on them. <laughs> Yeah, until the thing's gone through, but you know, then you got to start. Then the work begins. You got to make sure that you don't ever get one again. Yeah. And uh, yeah. while the pain's still fresh in your mind, mm-hmm. but ugh, I, I don't, I don't envy anybody. You know, I've talked to women, and that's the best, uh, the best source for me is, is women who have had a baby and have passed a kidney stone, and they'll say that the pain from one is about the same as the pain from the other. They're right up there <laughs> next to each other. Is what I've heard. Like you say, it make a grown man cry. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> if we had babies, we would probably cry. Oh, baby, I'll tell you what. No, thank you. I don't yeah, care right. what the liberal idiots say, you know. Men can't have babies, and this one don't want to have one. <laughs> Simple as that. Don't want to breastfeed. Don't want to do none of that stuff. Uh, I made for that. And okay, I just thought I, thought I would just add that. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate you calling okay. in. All right, thank All right. you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. And was there someone else on the board that was... Uh... It's Brenda. Hey, Brenda, what's up? I was going to interject, you know, from a woman's point of view of the 
yeah, having babies and having kidney stones. Um, you know, at least having a baby, there's an end in sight with uh, having the kidney stone. Like you said, right. you're all alone and you don't know how long it's going to last or if it's going to get better. So Yeah, and you can choose not to have another baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you, you have to, you can choose not to have another kidney stone too, but there's a little yeah. more to it. I know. And even though, you know, I thought I was trying to do everything and his asparagus, um, Coke deal. I had seen that before for a gallbladder um, uh, stones for a regiment to get rid of them, I believe. But I don't know that I had seen it for kidney stones, but I guess it makes sense if it'd get rid of gallbladder stones, it'd maybe work for the kidney stones too. Hmm. So, but I was also going to say, um, which I'm fighting i think a kidney stone have been for six weeks and i i have the corn silk tincture but also got the uh stone breaker tincture right yeah and um when i was hurting so um a couple days ago i uh you know once i like four o'clock in the morning yesterday took took that and within you know, 30 to 40 minutes, it had eased up my pain. Mm -hmm. It wasn't totally gone, but, um, and today I'm still hurting some, not near as bad, but it makes me think, well, it's not totally gone, you know. Um, maybe it's moved to another spot. So I'm for sure taking this again today. You take it three times a day in water, so... Mm -hmm anyway yeah i was uh, going to mention that yesterday and i forgot uh stonebreaker is a, a very good product it's been around for years it's another tincture and mm -hmm. i've had people friends of mine that have used it and had good results um i had some low back pain years ago that i thought might be a kidney stone and i got some of the stuff and tried it and it seemed you know it may have been because the the pain went away after i used it uh, and i haven't had any problems since but uh who knows if yeah. it was i'm glad i don't have it anymore <laughs> and i had i called and talked to one of the ladies here at um a natural food store you know health food store they've been in business for many years it was started even by a previous family member uh, so they've been doing good stuff and when i was you know asking to see if they had the corn silk because i'm about out of tincture she said no we've got corn silk tea but she said i'm of the opinion that that just helps your kidneys better and your urinary tract that she said if you've got a stone you want to take the stone breaker and she said she had it had worked twice with her two kidney stones taking it mm -hmm. and uh, and I mentioned that, you know, well, I thought, too, sometimes they're caused by being low in calcium, which, you know, I've been trying to take more of my liquid calcium and stuff. And she said, oh, no, you never want to take liquid calcium. There's Not somebody you want to walk away from and never listen to again. And I'm thinking, what? I don't know what kind of, uh, but, you know, and she said, we've been doing this for a lot of years. And, uh, <clears throat> I said, well, I heard an idiot. From, um, too, you know, I agreed with her on the stonebreaker, but, and then she told me of 
something else um, that will help keep your keep you to where you break down your minerals and acid more so you won't have stones again so i may look and see what what's in that um, well, you need strong stomach acid for to digest minerals for one thing but to the, the the idea that you need to avoid calcium because you've had a kidney stone just defies any type of common sense and logic if you look at your body between your skeletal system your muscles, and your virtually everything else. I mean, your body, calcium is probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, demands your body has. You need it for virtually everything. These people that are saying, oh, you've got elevated blood calcium, so you got to avoid this, or you got stones because you have too much calcium. That's insane. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, she was just particularly saying liquid calcium, so I don't know. I think they still want you to take, but I don't know what kind, you know, we didn't get into that. So, but she just, when I had mentioned liquid calcium, she said, oh, adults don't need to take liquid. You know? <laughs> but um, I would never ask that person for advice ever again. <laughs> anyway, but, so, anyway, I just wanted to for sure throw in that uh, stonebreaker tincture. Yeah, too. yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's it's a um, a standby, a rock solid uh, thing that people have used for years and years and years, and it works very very well. Uh, although, you know, Glidden says that the uh, organic, the tincture of organic corn silk works even faster. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'd have to dig through. I think it was one of his uh, Q and A sessions he's done on his website there. I heard that. Uh, or may have been a, one of the talks he did with um, Dave Janda a couple of years back. I think that's where I heard it. He was on his show and uh, brought that up. But, uh, you know, I'll take what Glidden has to say on this stuff over anybody, herbalist, whatever. I don't care what. <laughs> if, yeah. if they say something that silly, <laughs> okay, no thanks. I don't need any more. But... Yeah. Yeah, he knows his stuff. Yeah, he's true. right. And that's what I told her. I said, "Well, it was from a naturopath that was talking of the corn silk." So, yep. Anyway, so, yep. Okay. I'll let you get back to it. Okay. Well, at least you don't have any right now. <laughs> yeah. I know I, I'm still fighting with this one. I think it's still hurting in my right kidney lower. Mm -hmm now so uh, i'm trying to help dissolve and round the edges off of it to get it on gone i think <laughs> well if you don't have any of this uh corn silk on hand you know there's always the uh raw apple cider vinegar is another thing to use uh, yes. along with the stone breaker and everything you know you might even try that stuff with the asparagus and coke yeah 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 i love coke so that'd be a good excuse <laughs> I don't break it very often. It's a real treat when I do occasionally. But, um, and you know, sometimes a bad sinus headache or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like my daughter had a migraine the other day and she said, I finally drank a Coke and my head finally got better. I said, I know it's, even though it's bad for us, it still occasionally seems to help certain things. Now, does she drink Coke very often? No. Okay. I was going to say, she may have had a uh, withdrawal. Symptom, no. you know, calcium. No. 
caffeine withdrawal. She doesn't. She she drinks, you know, okay. maybe some tea occasionally and that, some coffee, but uh, that's all. Yeah, so. I know years ago I gave up coffee and Coke at the same time, and for about a week I just had terrible headaches from withdrawals. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah. And Lewis in Boston, I'm disabling your camera, just so you'll know. <laughs> you may not have realized it was on. Yeah. Uh, try and save on our bandwidth here. Looks like he was driving. Yep. Um, okay, well, I'll let you get back to Okay, Brenda. Say hi to Carl for me. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like he's listening. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, there he is. Okay. He doesn't have a mic, so he just has to listen while he's at work. Oh, so. ah, okay. okay. Cool. Hey, Saj, is it, I have my camera off. Is it off? Uh, I just turned it off. It was on a minute ago. I could see you driving. It looked like you were driving your car or something. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I, I just. Oh, that's okay. Okay, thanks. No problem. That's the beauty of uh, at least some of the 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 connecting you know, controls on this thing are pretty decent. Why I don't know. They don't have it set up so that there's a moderator setting. Uh, but anyway, in this case, it's kind of handy. But uh, just going to move along here. Um, got oh, here we go. Massachusetts state police officer taken to the ICU after receiving Johnson Johnson jab. Massachusetts State Police Sergeant ended up in the intensive care unit after getting Johnson Johnson's Wuhan coronavirus uh, jab. Reports uh, say the 19-year police veteran received the J&J injection on October 15th, which would have been Friday, I believe. Following the incident, his fellow officers expressed concern about Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker's October 17th vaccine mandate for state employees. And uh, that being said, what uh, they were covering on Rogers. So you need to go back and uh, take a look in Black's uh, Law Dictionary what mandate means and who it's for. Anyway, it require, uh, which requires officers to uh, like them to get injected or risk losing their jobs. No job is worth what this gentleman's going through, that's for sure. According to Attorney General, uh, Attorney William Jens, excuse me, whose Boston law firm was hired to represent a group of state police, many state troopers are concerned because of the highly disturbing incident. He also said that Baker's uh, injection mandate was has forced state troopers to take the J&J single-dose vaccine for fear of losing their jobs. And according to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, that's the worst of the three that are available in the U.S. Not sure exactly why, but that's what she said. And I don't know anybody that knows more about this stuff, so I'm kind of believing what she says. A trooper shared that uh, the sixth sergeant is a gentleman and a good man. His fellow officers wish for his safe recovery with some uh, lamenting that this should never have happened. Uh, multiple sources say the 19-year veteran is married with two children. Uh, Brigham and Women's Hospital has confirmed a patient with his name is in intensive care, but details remain scarce and efforts to reach family members have been unsuccessful. Dave Procopio, spokesman for the Massachusetts State Police, refused to comment when asked how, sergeant, how the sergeant ended up in the ICU. Governor Baker, get injected or risk losing your jobs. On August 19th, Baker announced that that tens of thousands of state government workers who continue to say no to the COVID-19 injection could lose their jobs. The governor ordered all executive branch employees 
to provide proof that they have been fully injected, again, that's a violation of their constitutionally protected rights under the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment, for that matter. But we all know how much those things really mean. Uh, Let's see here. But they have to have it done by October 17th, which was Sunday. Otherwise, uninjected workers face disciplinary action up to and including termination. According to Baker's office, the new mandate covers an estimated 42,000 employees from the governor's office to departments of public safety, education, transportation, and others. The draconian mandate also covers at least 2,000 additional contracted employees under the state's executive departments. Baker's office also said that employees will also need to get coronavirus injection boosters in the future after federal officials release guidance for the additional shots. The policy applies to both employees working in person and those who are working from home, even though there are plans to shift almost 50% of the state's workers to remote work. That is absolutely asinine. The mandate includes exemptions for workers who are unable to get injected because of medical conditions or have a sincerely held religious belief against the coronavirus injection. Baker's administration will provide further guidance if there are workers who want to get exempted from injections. However, all executive branch workers must provide proof that they have received either two doses of the Moderna or Pfizer-BioNTech injections or one dose of the single-dose Johnson & Johnson by October 17th. According to all officials, all documents related to vaccinations will be maintained confidentially. If the state has it, it's not confidential. Back in May, Baker announced that he was firmly against the vaccine mandate. Imagine that. He, just like uh, old Hyden Biden even saying that the state strategy should focus on making appointments convenient and creating positive incentives to encourage people to get injected. Baker's about face could cause more in uh, incidences of vaccine injuries like what happened to the Massachusetts State Police Sergeant who got injected simply because he didn't want to lose his job. Should have thought twice. Because the way most people are going, you don't get better from these things. You just have to, as they say, you find a new level of normal, which is anything but. Man, this sucks. (sighs) Let's see here. Top scientists released study warning against COVID-19 injections demand an immediate end to all of them. Yeah, like that's going to happen. The whole goal is to kill people. That's what they're going to do. Fully injected 21-year-old student died from COVID-19 weeks after experiencing symptoms. A senior college student died from Wuhan coronavirus on October 11th, even though he was fully injected. Sean Kuhn, a 21-year-old majoring in exercise and sports science, you can bet he was probably in pretty decent physical shape as a result of that kind of schooling at the University of Georgia, was taken to three different hospitals for at least six weeks. In a social media post on October 10th, his father said that he was eventually placed in a medically induced coma and was put on a ventilator. He was probably treated with remdesivir before that too. According to his obituary, Kuhn was an avid 
University of Georgia Bulldog fan with a passion for serving others. At UGA, Kuhn was working toward a bachelor's degree in exercise and sports science. The, the student also worked as a certified personal trainer at UGA's Ramsey Student Center, a competitive fisherman. Kuhn also enjoyed hiking. Libby Buchanan, a UGA alumna and Kuhn's friend, described him as one of the most caring, helpful, and fun people she's known and met at UGA. Since the day in at that day in 2018, Sean and Sean and me should be I have uh, been have kept being friends. Anytime you were around Sean, you couldn't help but smile and laugh. He never spoke bad about anyone and only encouraged you to be the best, said Buchanan. Uh, Sharla Brooke Kuhn, Kuhn's older sister, says he was fully injected. Breakthrough coronavirus cases numbers continue to skyrocket. According to the latest data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 30,177 patients were hospitalized or died, even though they were fully injected as of October 4th. Uh, the CDC has acknowledged, that's the uh, corona death cult, has uh, acknowledged that the number isn't an accurate tally. Of course not. It's only about 0.8% of the real number. Uh, <laughs> Among fully, uh, of all SARS-CoV-2 infections among fully injected individuals, the case, the agency notes that vaccine breakthrough cases occurs if someone tests positive for coronavirus at least 14 days after being fully injected, because that's when they consider you to be injected. Until that point, 14 days, you know, you could, you could test positive, but they don't consider you to be injected, so they keep you out of the numbers that way. Despite uh, Big Pharma's reassurance that in injections are the key to stopping the pandemic, of course it is. When all you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. The CDC adds that vaccine breakthrough cases are expected and fully injected people will get sick while some can be hospitalized or die from coronavirus. As of, as of October 12th, over 187 million people in America have been fully injected. The CDC is monitoring cases among injected persons and evaluating trends to keep tabs on who is at risk for severe coronavirus following injection breakthrough infection. CDC has also warned that those with injection breakthrough infections can still spread the virus to and infect others. Yeah, buddy. That's where it's all coming from. Say hello, Delta variant. So I'm not going to go any further with that one, but... Uh, Again, people shouldn't be taking these things, and they're paying the price. Southwest uh, Airlines pilot exposes companies' draconian vaccine policies on Brighton TV. <laughs> More military personal di personnel died from suicide in the second quarter of 2021 alone than from COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic. That should say something. A lot of stress going on in the military. And uh, especially with all these mandates coming out, it's crazy. Meat prices hit surge 10.5% as supply chain issues meet or issues hit meat industry hard. Food company exec people must get used to higher food prices. And here we go. Natural immunity and COVID-19. 30 scientific studies to share with employees, health officials, and politicians. 
and I've already posted that on the um, uh, whatchamacallit uh, telegram channel and I just put it in the chat room for anybody that's interested in it 30 studies scientific studies to share with employers and uh, Dr. Brian Artis has you know I'm not sure what I, I can't remember if he quoted the actual title of the study or not but he mentioned one study that shows that uh, for people that had uh, SARS-CoV-1 back eight, 17, 18 years ago, they developed T-cell antibodies that are protecting them against SARS-CoV-2 now. So, And that's a 20% difference in the makeup of the two bugs, the alleged bugs anyway. And uh, whereas the difference between the current versions, the SARS-CoV-2 and the, the Delta variant and all the others, is only 0.3%. So there's a major difference between these two bugs, and even though the people had, you know, antibodies for the first one, they're still completely protected against the current one, 17, 18 years later. That is far better than you are going to get from any injection especially these things which are not designed to protect you from getting it or spreading it it's just designed to kill you but lessen your you know symptoms while you're in a, if, if you get the thing in the first place but then you die <laughs> so you know one kind of overrules the other but he lists there uh, they list 30 different uh, uh, studies here there's a bunch of them obviously Highly functional virus-specific cellular immune response is in asymptomatic SARS-CoV-2 infection, which is asymptomatic is not, that's not a case. That's just a false positive from a PCR test that's worthless. Oh, good grief. Manufacturing of bone diseases, the story of osteoporosis and osteopenia. Well, I go with Dr. Wallach on that stuff. Lawfare with Tom Rents, Governor Abbott's executive order banning vaccine and mandates came too late. Yeah, better late than never, but mainstream media is 20 months behind natural news and finally recognizing lab origins of COVID. Yeah, there's no question this stuff came from a lab. You know, look at all the research that Dr. Um, David Martin has done. It's good stuff. Walmart, UPS, and FedEx commit to working more shifts to deal with global supply disruptions. But will it matter? Well, they're stopping it all on purpose. You know, and uh, yesterday I mentioned um, the uh, gentleman, um, Chris uh, Fogarty, who was on uh, Mike Gaddy's uh, addicted, to our, or addicted to Our Own Destruction on Sunday evening. And if you haven't heard that program... Um, let me see if I can find the link here real quick. Oh, man. I had just gotten it earlier because, wait a minute. Should be in this bunch, um, I think. There we go. Here is the link to freedomslips.com. And when you're on that page, basically... You'll see the uh, in the menu bar at the top of the page, you'll see archives. And when you click on that, it gives you the username and password um, so that you can get it. And it's the Addicted to Our Own Destruction, uh, Sunday the 17th. And it is absolutely phenomenal. 
but he covers all the the situation of the alleged Irish potato famine where it was actually the British military going to all the repositories of foodstuffs, so to speak, throughout the country of Ireland or the island of Ireland, and basically taking it all and shipping it offshore so that there was nothing for these people to eat, and they starved to death, five-plus million. And um, it's just previews of coming attractions. They did the same thing in India. They did this, they, they're doing the same thing now. It's the same thing over and over and over again. And basically the government is creating these problems with uh, the ports and all these ships anchored off the ports in L.A. and and Long Beach. Um, They're purposely creating these uh, uh, shortages for the same purpose. That's going to add to, besides using the, the the injections to kill people, they're going to starve as many as they can too. You know, it's... That's what's coming, and if you haven't been stocking up on storable foods and things like that, <laughs> you better start. You know, I mean, you're behind the eight ball big time, and this is something that uh, is going to get worse, especially, you know, it's odd that they're planning it right along with the advent of cold and flu season in the northern hemisphere and cold weather. Um, so couple cold weather with the fact that there's no food, uh, people are going to really be in a world of hurt, and it's not a good situ- situation to be in. So make sure that you're stocking up on whatever you can as quickly as you can. Um, and if it doesn't happen, hey, call me crazy, but at least you'll have some extra stuff on hand for when things do go bad. You know, you can always eat the food. <laughs> Simple as that. Oh, goodness. Let's see what time it is. It's about top of the hour almost. If anybody's got anything they want to add, jump in. You know, uh, we will go forward. Uh, it's Ryan. I'm back, Jay. Hey, what did the uh, what did the urologist say? Oh, my God. Oh, really? Okay. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background that I had no idea what was going on. And now I know why they kept... They kept trying to get me to consent to stuff last night while I was really high, right? So, um... And I just shut them all down. And so the urologist came in here. And first of all, he asked me right off the bat, who are you talking to? He heard me talking to you guys. He's like, who are you talking And I thought, that's a bizarre question. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, like right away he can tell, okay, this isn't your average Joe Schmo in here. So um, so I, I actually recorded, I've been recording all the conversations. Um, Good for you. And yeah. And uh, so he started, he said, let me, you mind if I do a little uh, examination? I was like, sure, go right ahead. And he started, you know, gently pushing here and there. And he's like, no pain. And I'm like, no. He's like, none, no fever, no. He's like, really? He's like, well, they're prepping the OR right now for me to do a procedure. They had me cancel my entire private practice to come over here. <laughs> he's like, and you don't even have a fever? And I said, no. And he's like, he just kind of hung his head. And I said, you know, that other doctor that was in here last night, I said, he would push so hard on my abdomen that I could feel it in my back. And I said, and then he let go real fast, letting my abdomen pop up, which of course caused excruciating pain again. I said, and he did that twice. I said, and that was how he was evaluating. I said, the way you touched me just now is a proper, that seems like a you know realistic evaluation of what my pain's like. And he just kind of hung his head. And I said, you know, I said, this is crazy that you give me, 
you give me medication that doesn't work, which forces me to come back in here, and then they make it seem like it's some sort of emergency when I don't have an emergency. I said, I'm just passing a stone. And he's like, well, you got another eight millimeter one up in the kidney. And I said, you're great. I said, well, I'll deal with that one at the same time. I said, you know, I'm, I'm on it now. I understand there's a problem and I will be doing everything I need to do to eliminate that one before it drops. I said, but right now I don't need a procedure. And he's like, yeah, you don't need a procedure. He's like, well, what, what do you want? He's like, do you want to get this tortone or whatever he, he was naming us? And I said, no, that has a side effect of shutting down my kidneys. And he's like, well, you're young. And, and I said, no. <laughs> I said, listen, I said, does Dilaudid have a side effect of shutting down my kidneys? He's like, no. I said, well, that's what they've been giving me and it works. I said, can't they put that in a pill form and give it to me? And he's like, yes. I said, yes. He's like, yeah. I said, well, what the hell are we talking about here then? I said, give, give me the Dilaudid and let me go home. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll take care of you. And I was like, what on earth? You well, know, I told him I'm got a somebody therapist, rehabilitation specialist. So right away, he's like, oh, you're a colleague. So he seemed to have a different, you know, personality as soon as I told him that. Yeah. Part of the old good old but, boys club. <laughs> right? Hey. But you know, any port in the storm. If you don't know your body and you don't know about these things. It's incredible what they're trying to push through. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, that's why I tell people to avoid hospitals like the plague because they're worse. Yes. You know, the, I mean, it's, a, it's literally a death camp. It's a factory to kill yes. people. And especially yes. now, they come, they've been so, you know, underworked because of everybody being shut down that they will come and try and get to okay let's see if we can get this procedure for these people and we're going to do all kinds of unnecessary things just to make money cool hey jim yes. yeah go ahead yeah so above the hospital at the entrance they should put across the entrance covid macht frei <laughs> how about abandon all hope ye who enter herein absolutely <laughs> just like <laughs> the gates to hell <laughs> You know, it's, it's scary stuff. Uh, and people, you know, right now, I mean, I, I really feel sorry for people that, you know, end up in a hospital. There's no telling if, you know, all you got to do is get the wrong person and you're screwed. And they use COVID as an excuse not to let anybody in and be an advocate for you. Uh, so true. It's just unbelievable. And Thank goodness you got somebody there that sounds like he's going to, you know, be on your side. Hopefully they get you discharged today and get you out of there. And yeah, yeah. I mean, thank God. he, he I, I, I could tell at this point I could have a conversation with this guy. That's why I told him. I said, I can actually communicate with you. I said, mm -hmm. all these other people are running on, I mean, they're void. Uh, they're not present. Yeah. You know, and, and all they kept doing is offering me more pain meds, which... Of course, they feel amazing. I'm like, fuck yeah, give me another shot. That's amazing. <laughs> but <laughs> the truth is, I'm like, no, I have to be clear-headed because there's a lot of shenanigans going on around here. Right. And that's that's the other thing. that That's one of their ploys. They'll get you all doped up, and then they'll come in and ask you questions and get you to agree to something yep. because you don't have an advocate there. And, uh, oh, well, he agreed to it, <laughs> and they killed you. you know? Right. 
And the one thing that people need to realize is when they come to you with an iPad and want you to sign something, say, print it out, give me the hard copy. I'm not signing anything electronically. Because inside there, they'll have buried in it someplace your permission to give you a COVID injection or do something that you're not wanting them to do. You need to get the hard copies and read everything before you sign it. And let me give you an experience that will blow the top of your head off, perhaps. Blew the top of my head off. You don't have to sign anything. Oh, no. No, on Friday, I refused everything because I told them, I said, I'm drugged up. I'm not in the right capacity to sign. She goes, are you refusing? And I said, yeah, I guess so. So she refused everything. I got treated the same. Mm -hmm. And then I came back in uh, last night. And same thing. They asked me again. And this was actually before I was even drugged up, but I was in pain. And I said, I- I'm in a lot of pain. I can't really sign that right now. She goes, are you refusing? I said, yes. She goes, are you refusing arbitration? I said, yes. Are, are you refusing? Yeah. I- yeah. I said, yes, I'm refusing everything. <laughs> the one thing you want to see is me I want to see the patient advocate. Because every I'm hospital sorry? is supposed to have patient advocates on staff that if you don't have a family member or a friend or anybody else that can be there with you, they're supposed right. to provide someone who's to work on your behalf. And a lot of times, oh, they don't have them here anymore, or this and that. I want one. You know? Yeah. Because... The interview I just did with a nurse friend of mine who actually was taken off the surgery schedule and lost her baby recently. I just did an interview with her. I'm going to put that up on my channel in the next week. And um, she was telling me that now they removed all the patient advocates in their hospital. They used to come down and talk to the patients. She said they don't do that anymore. And by law, they're supposed to have them. So it's my understanding. That's another thing that Dr. Artis is big on. And he works very closely with Tom Rents. Excuse me, the, the attorney that's filed all these uh, lawsuits. And uh, Rents has uh, a matrix of people all over the country that if you don't have anybody else, they can get a call into them, and they can find someone locally uh, in a law firm who will come out and advocate for you. Um, but oh, that's wow. something, in this day and age, that's extremely important because, you know, the fact that they've removed them at this critical time when they're trying to kill everybody, that just, yeah. you know, it's just one more bit of proof that that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to kill people. They won't let family and friends in. They won't have the the legally required people on staff. Anything they can do that will, you know, get the average person to succumb to this stuff. Oh, okay, you know, they'll drug you up and, yeah, go ahead and give it to me. Put me on the vent. Do this, do that. And that's, you know, they're making By the way, did, money. Did I mention, did I, yeah, they are. Did, did I mention that they, so they, they insisted on me taking a COVID test and I said no. I said, that's not going to happen. I was going to no. ask you about that. And, and then, and then he goes, well, so they sent the charge nurse down here to talk to me and he goes, well, the situation is if you're not going to take the, the COVID test, then we're going to put you in the ward with all the COVID patients. <laughs> you believe that? I said, no, you're not. I don't have I COVID. Said, that's what I said. I said, I have, you're going to take someone who's perfectly healthy, has zero symptoms whatsoever and you're going to put me in an environment surrounded by people with COVID symptoms? Is that what you're telling me? I said, you better write this up on a hard copy and yeah. sign it because somebody has to take liability for it. Yeah, because I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to own this place. 
<laughs> if I get COVID. Yeah. He just kind of hung his head and like waddled out. And he's like, well, that's where we're at. And I'm like, yeah, make sure you print up that paperwork. I want to see it. And uh, I'm just like, how, what in the world? He said, well, you'll have your own private room. And, uh, <laughs> and the nurses will wash their hands in between coming to you and them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But they're not going to change their garments and they're not going <laughs> to. No. Right. I'm oh, like, that's man. crazy. Judge so Learned you're trying Hand. To threaten me. We're going to send you into a COVID infested area. Got to be a belligerent uh, claimant of your rights. You're, there you, you go. What. You said it. Boy, did you say it. Yep. They look at me like I'm a little irritating, but you know what? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fighting for my life here. Yeah. I know where I'm at. I'm in a kill factory. Yes. And I'm not going to do anything that you guys want, just want me to do just willy nilly for no reason. Screw that. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man. You have to be willing to hurt some feelings. Yep. I said, Hey, I, I just assume your feelings be hurt and I, I go out of here alive, you know, simple well, as that, that. That is just absurd. I have to say just totally that, you know, unbelievable that we're in america and they're trying to do that to to anybody so hopefully they did not put you down there right where you are no (laughs) no they i think i think they got the message and they kept me in the er all night (laughs) and now all morning well i just had a quick question you were saying on that you said dilantin is what you were using for pain. Dilaudid. It's an opiate. is for prevent seizures. So I was thinking. E-A-L. This stuff will knock you out. It might prevent prevent Yeah, it's an opiate. Yeah, dilantin. Okay. I was just trying to look that up, and I thought, well, I'm not spelling it right or something. That's another thing. They're eliminating they're eliminating all the organic narcotics for pain and they want to give everybody synthetics that are uh, that secondary. Work. Yeah. And probably just, or if not more addictive. Yeah. Uh, great. And, and, uh, side effects too. Lots of yeah. side effects. Yeah. Narcotics don't have side effects. They're like, Oh, you might go to sleep. That's what she told me. I said, are you well, kidding me right now? Yeah. Yeah. That's basically if you've ever watched the, um, uh, shoot, what was the name of that movie? Um, uh, Wyatt Earp with, uh, oh shoot, I can't, there was two of them, but, uh, anyway, yes, the one that had uh, Val Kilmer in it is Doc Holliday. Russell. Yeah. Be careful, uh, it's got hop. His girlfriend, uh, was hooked on laudanum, which is basically the old version. It was just straight opium. And that well, that's was the laudan of the day, <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. She had that little bottle that she was sipping on all the time and, uh, you got to be careful with this stuff, but, um, you know, it yeah. definitely does the job when you're in a situation like you are. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely, uh, one that you got to be careful with. Well, imagine they'll only give me so much. Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah. And it'll be a one time, no, no refills and that kind of thing. You'll have to get back to with the doctor to get any more. Exactly. You know? Which, you know, is, is really, some of the laws they've got are actually good. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. I can understand that part. But, but this experience now has shown me how far, oh, yeah. like they use that excuse to give people improper pain medication, which makes them come back into the death factory. And then they say, oh, you're back. You must be way worse. 
and it's like, well, I haven't passed the stone yet, so I'm feeling worse because it's been two days I've been grinding it out, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you're so desperate that they're like, well, we'll do this and this and this and this to help you. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, okay, yes, do whatever you got to do. But luckily, I have a healthy suspicion. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You want to give me antibiotics or what? You want to cut me open? <laughs> yeah, right? Prepping the OR. Like, I, I, my heart stopped. I'm like, what? what so, I don't know who they're week? prepping it for, but it ain't me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like, who? don't they need consent before they prep? And this guy had this, he left his private practice. He's like, I left all my patients to come over here. They told me to get over here now. I'm like, what? It's crazy. It's crazy. He, he said, this procedure is for people who have, a, you know, they have, they, the, the laden isn't working anymore. He said, you know, they are uh, sweating, they're feverish, and nothing mm -hmm. is working anymore. He said, that's what the procedure is for. Not you. Okay, and I'm grief. like, thank you. Thank goodness you oh. got somebody that was honest with you. Yes. Yeah. Took a few, but yeah. Man. Wow. Well, did he describe the procedure that it would be just to go up and retrieve? There, he was going to put a stent all the way up through me mm -hmm. and, uh, and then retrieve the first one. And then he was going to go in with a laser and laser out the one that's in my kidney. Yeah, I was there. Would not yeah. want to be awake for that. No, no. Mm. Well, and that's the whole thing. Then we're going under anesthesia and there's all kinds of things yeah. involved. And it's like, wait a minute. Let me just let my body do what it's supposed to do. And first. you'll notice that your left shoulder will have be a little sore when you uh, wake up. Because <laughs> we've stuck you with a needle. Uh, oh. Yeah, I keep telling every doctor that comes in, I don't want none of that COVID stuff. Keep it away from me. They're like, well, you have to sign consent forms for that, so don't worry. You're okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't consent. I don't consent. I don't consent. Yeah. Yeah, you get one of those, uh, get a thing, a tag made up, just clip it to your shirt. I do not consent. <laughs> mm, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Uh, I did order the uh, tincture corn silk. Uh -huh. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It should be here today. Good. And then I've been drinking apple cider vinegar like it's my new best friend. Did you hear, uh, you probably didn't hear the, the right after you said you had the uh, urologist coming in, we got a caller in who mentioned that he had had uh, kidney stones before and one of his friends told him about a thing and apparently you can research it online. Uh, where they use um, uh, asparagus, and it doesn't make any difference what kind it is, apparently, but you just make get a bunch of asparagus that's got to be cooked, and you liquefy it, like throw it in a Vitamix or some kind of blender and make a smoothie out of it. And he didn't say exactly how you do all this, but you drink that, and you drink as much as you can of a two-liter bottle of... Uh, and this just irks me to even think about it, but... Uh, uh, classic coke <laughs> it's the phosphoric acid oh, and the wow. stuff but he claims that uh, that combination will within a few hours make these things go away uh just eat them up so um, you might want to do a little research on that and if you decide to try it i'd love to have you call in and tell us what what, what happened right yeah yeah you know, of course you would 
But get this crazy bastard on here. Yeah. <laughs> You're our <laughs> guinea pig. <laughs> no. I feel like Coke would be one of the reasons there's crystals in there. I, I have been cheating on sodas the last like three weeks. I don't think it would build up in three weeks. No. I, I more believe it's the the mineral deficiency you were talking about. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, there's actually I've one of Dr. Glidden's uh shows he did a while back, he had talked to somebody who um claimed that um, they had just gone on the nutrients and as a result they got kidney stones and he said you know then he said i won't take those things anymore because they cause my kidney stones i said you know you're an idiot kidney stones take years to develop and what happens is when you start taking the supplements if anything it's going your body's finally going to see that hey i finally got what i need to get rid of these things and it's going to start opening up and start purging some of the stuff. So if you, if for some reason that was to happen, of course, in your case, you're already doing it. But in some cases, people will start taking the nutritional supplements and then all of a sudden they start to pass a kidney stone or something like that. It's not that it causes it to form. It's just that your body finally has what it needs so it can get rid of the stuff. Uh, but kidney stones take years to form. So it's not something that's going to happen in a short term from, you know, nutrition or Coke or anything else. But um, I found it interesting that the guy called in and mentioned it. And, uh, you know, in a way it makes sense, you know, and as a one, you know, one time deal and not something that you want to do all over again, over again. And you want to make sure that you're not doing the uh, 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 diet type stuff that has aspartame in it because that's a neurotoxin. But um, right, the, right. the type was sugar, or you know, it, 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 in this country, it's probably going to be high fructose corn syrup, which ain't much better. Right. But you know, you know, I was saying it just jokingly. I said you can switch out the Coke for toilet cleaner because it's basically the same thing, and it doesn't have all the sugar in it. And I'm just kidding. Right. Don't drink the toilet <laughs> cleaner. <laughs> this guy actually drank it himself. It, well, no, he said his friend did. And oh, okay. got had good results with it, but I would do some research and try and find at least several different places advocating it before I would personally do it myself. <laughs> but you know, in a way, I can see the sense behind it. And uh, uh, I think Mer, yeah, Mer just put a link in here: um, asparagus and Coca-Cola for kidney stones. Uh, so if you can access the chat, um, there's a link there for it. But uh, who knows? Oh. oh, oh, okay, good. I'll check that. I just looked to my left, and they put food out at some point. I don't know when they did. Hmm. <laughs> but I got a, a, a paper tray with milk, and uh, I don't know what else is up there, but it's frightening. I find it interesting yeah. that they gave you milk, because normally in hospitals, the doctor says, oh, don't, can't have any calcium if you get kidney stones. So I'm surprised they gave you milk. <laughs> of course, there's so little calcium in milk anymore that you know it doesn't really make any difference anyway. But two uh, percent reduced fat, baby, the bad stuff figures. No whole milk for us. <laughs> Can't have anything healthy. Oh, good grief! That's, that's so funny. They put that there and didn't say anything. Yeah, well, a bunch of salt, a bunch of creamer. Oh, I guess they brought me coffee. Yeah, creamer though. Is it half and half or is it poison? <laughs> it's it's uh, it's coffee, mate. Oh yeah, there you go. Probably loaded with oil. 
you know, I haven't, I, I saw the, the hotel I was at over the weekend for the uh, boat show. That was the one thing I didn't like about it is they had, everything was really nice, but their coffee stuff, all they had was coffee mate. I said, you really need to get half and half. I said, this is a high class place. You need to have good stuff. <laughs> and, uh, she said, yeah, I'll take, I'll ask him about that. But, um, I, I, the things are so small. I couldn't read the ingredients on those things, but, um, I'm thinking that coffee made isn't the healthiest stuff in the world. Um, a lot of those yeah, things, I, are, they're made with oil. I've been getting mixed mixed reviews about coffee also if i'm supposed to drink coffee or not yeah it you know that's something that's gone on forever and ever and ever um there's no real answer one way or the other i know young Javity sells coffee and i've used it you know i'm not crazy about the I, the coffee i get is made it's called gano xl it's actually made with ganoderma lucidum mushrooms and a especially uh, high-grade, uh, low-caffeine organic coffee from Brazil. And it's actually good stuff. It's a healthy coffee. It detoxifies you. Um, you don't get loaded up on caffeine. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's doctors that have testified that um, they have patients that if they get a tenth of a milligram of caffeine, they just go into the shakes like crazy, and they can drink this stuff with no problem. But they do have, uh, it has organic germanium, which gives you the boost that caffeine does, but not the drop. And uh, I switched to this years ago, and it comes in little packets. Uh, there's a link on the links page on my website if anybody's interested in trying it. Um, it's a network marketing thing. I've never done anything with it. I just like the coffee. So uh, if anybody wants it, you know, give it a try. But uh, you get 30 little packets, in, and it makes, you know, I, I drink one cup a day. I have a, about a 14, 15-ounce cruiser cup that I fill it up, and it does the job. And I drink, I start out in the morning, and I usually throw the rest away at the end of the night, but I sip on it all day long, and it's good in all temperatures, uh, cold, hot, warm, and everything in between. But uh, I really love it. Gano Excel. But and then they and then they also gave me sausage, eggs, cream. What's the cream? Hmm. Some sort of cream, uh, cream of cream of wheat, maybe or something. Yeah, probably. And then a blueberry muffin. Ooh, good thing you're not diabetic. <laughs> right? They probably I don't know. They probably give you the same thing anyway. So you don't think it's so much more the bad nutrition that creates the stones, but rather the lack of the minerals we need. Yep. Yep. No, you know, the bad nutrition doesn't help, but right, it's, right. the main thing is the lack of nutrients. You know, the 60, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 essential fatty acids, and two-thirds of those things is the minerals. And calcium and magnesium, those are two huge things. Uh, they balance each other. Uh, usually a one to two ratio or one to three is about right. Um, and the, it's extremely important. And I have yet to know anybody that's been on, uh, longevity for any length of time with the exception, unfortunately, of Brenda uh, who called in, um, she's been on longevity for a while and is still having some issues with that stuff. Don't know why. 
but um, most people, once they've been on this stuff, it's, it's the problems are gone. You know, they don't have any more trouble. Brenda's this special kind of baby. <laughs> now, the doctor you played for us yesterday, which was a great listen, uh -huh. is that up on your website? That's Dr. Wallach. And I just basically what I did was I went to YouTube and I just punched in Dr. Wallach on kidney stones. And it'll bring oh, up great. a whole bunch of things. You know, there's all kinds of longevity distributors out there that will take his radio shows and cut them down into little clips. And, you know, I just don't have time to mess with that stuff. Sure. You know, but... You know, people will do that, and then they'll put their, you know, they'll they'll web link or whatnot along with it. You know, but uh, he's got all kinds of things. Uh, and I also put up a link uh, on the chat yesterday, drjwallach.com is where you can get all of his uh, uh, books, his videos, his uh, CDs, and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, he's just a wealth of information. His books are phenomenal. Uh, I've got just about every one he's ever written, with the exception of the first one, which was Diseases of Exotic Animals. If I can, you know, I may wait. You know, once uh, Hyperfund pays me a little bit more, if I can find a decent price, I'll grab one. But they're usually a couple thousand dollars if you can find one now. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Hello, Jim? Yeah. So I tried going to the link on your DIY site. For the Gano coffee. Uh-huh. And three times it goes to, this site cannot be reached. Really? So I'll have to check that. I might, may... Something wrong with mine or yours or not. But I'll let you know. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let me, I'll check into that. And if I have to, I'll change the link and I'll let you guys know what happened. Um, that's kind of weird. But I'll take a look at it here real quick and see if it's something. Uh, hey, Jim. Mm -hmm. Leon here. Uh, just wanted to mention if you guys got any Mexican uh, restaurants around there, you might get Mexican Coke if you want to stay away from fructose corn syrup. They only need sugar. You get it in a bottle. Just, just for the race record. I'm in California. We got plenty of them. Well, they'll get it out of the bottle. Don't get it out of the stupid American cans because Mexico okay. they only use sugar. If you want it that bad, if you ever want to try it. But for the guy who is trying it, there's your, there's your sugar, Coke with sugar in it. Just passing it on. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Mexican Coke. So it's still Coca-Cola brand? It's made yes, in it's Mexico? still the same, but it's made in Mexico because they don't want to hike to fructose corn chip. They want sugar. So that's what they're selling. And you can get it here up in the States as long as you get it in the bottle. I know a friend of mine, she goes to a Mexican restaurant. She won't take the, take the dispenser Coke. She says, give me the bottle Coke because she knows it's got sugar in it. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know, that's what we're here for. We're an information media here. I, you know what? I can't tell you how grateful I am to be able to call while I'm watching these two paramedics try to lift this 400-pound woman into another bed. Whoa. It's uh it's been yeah it's it's been terrifying educational and uh and i'm still scared you know i got that eight millimeter i didn't know about that until just now he said i got an eight millimeter one just sitting in a pocket and i'm like uh oh so that's a movie camera <laughs> <laughs> you woke dave up <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just uh 
yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to come here and hear some suggestions and, um, and some reassurances on some of the things I'm doing. So, Hey, if, if worse comes to worse, you can always stand next to a smart meter and have it'll activate that eight millimeter camera and then you, it can film itself coming out. <laughs> right. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Make a fortune release in that movie. <laughs> oh boy I don't know Yurder I think is what they called it the Yurder there you tube. go yep yep so oh. yeah that's 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 gonna be pretty sexy 46 year old Yurder tube get your get your tickets now <laughs> definitely definitely well I am you can sell it to the medical schools Oof. I'm just trying to catch this first one. I've been peeing into a, a cup or a bucket or a bottle every day now. It's like, I just want to catch that first one. And But even then, it's, you know, they're the 80% of them are calcium. So it seems as though I'm, uh, you know, just going to be, it seems like I, I already know the issue is the mineral content, which makes sense because I've been dealing with some, arthritic conditions in my knee for a while because I had a, a surgery back in 1993 and there's always been some issues in there so so you have raging osteoporosis yep. in your body that's why you got that and that your blood is very smart and it's it's got to have calcium so it finds it the only place it can find it is in your bones and that bone calcium is not assimilatable by the body so it it just dumps it in the kidneys. Is that right? I, I remember. Yeah, that word is. I missed that yesterday. I heard. I heard uh, Jim talking about that. Yeah. But not assimilate. It couldn't assimilate it, so it dumps it in the kidney. Yeah. Basically, when when you're osteoporotic, the uh, parathyroid gland reduces uh, releases a hormone called parathormone which leaches calcium out of your bones and puts it into the blood. And it ends up building up in the kidneys in the form of stones. That's uh, basically the mechanics that Dr. Wallach calls. And uh, just not a good thing, obviously. And um, the reason that happens is because you are low on calcium and you're, you know, your body's adjusting or trying to as much as it can. And as a result, you end up in this situation. So, it's just not good. No, not at all. I think really the correct phrase is no on calcium. Mm -hmm. No on calcium. Say that again, Dave. And not low. Your body's not low on calcium. Your oh. body's got no calcium. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh. Because it's not in the food, and you can drink all the milk a cow gives in a, in a month and not get a day's worth of calcium. So... Yeah, it's it's very difficult to get the stuff. I'm sure, you know, it's virtually impossible without supplementing. And uh, as a result, you know, the vast majority of Americans are in that boat, and that's why so many people have kidney stones, and then you get these idiot MDs saying, oh, you got to avoid calcium at all costs. <laughs> I mean, give me a and break. guess what, guys? My wife and I have been on Longevity for 11 years now, and she used to have kidney stones 
She hasn't had a kidney stone since she started Longevity. There you go. She was hospitalized twice for them. And her brother keeps getting hospitalized every year at least, at least once a year, and he won't. He, we just sent him some stuff, and he sent it back. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make wow. him drink. You can lead a man to yep. info, but you can't make him think. That's it. Yep. And a horse is smart enough to know when he's thirsty. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But people, they don't call them Bubis Americanus for nothing. <laughs> That's right, and they're going extinct, right? <laughs> oh, oh man! So, Jim, you said I could look up your email on your website, and I remember you were telling a gal send you the body weight. Yeah, and, and your uh, and your zip code. That way, I can figure code. pricing for you and with the shipping to your area. Yeah, it's just okay. Jim at yourdiyhealth.com. Your your Jim. Yeah, it's Jim at Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-Health.com. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, Jim. Yeah, the, the website is your Jim DIY at Health. DIY. It's Jim at yep. Y-O-U-R. Oops, hold on. Okay, right there. Y-O-U-R. Yes. Yeah, then DIY, like do it yourself. Health. Okay. Health, H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Okay. Yeah, just uh, okay. just send me your body weight, and just to, as a reminder, put in kidney stones. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember you though, and um, and your uh, zip code, and that way I can uh, figure out price and tax. All right, they're coming back in here, so I'll check back in in a minute. Okay. Cool. Thanks, guys. It's great to have a play-by-play -play as it's unfolding, man. This is better than a football game. Yeah. <laughs> But man, I'll tell you what, I feel sorry for Ryan having to go through. Hey, where's all this the bookie? <laughs> yeah, who's gonna take a bet on when he's gonna drop and how big it's gonna be? <laughs> oh no, that's that's terrible. But I was gonna say, like you're saying, where I've been doing the longevity for a few years. Mm -hmm. it's like what else? I need something to help break. I need more acidity or something. I, honestly, I'm at a loss, Brenda. I, you know, the the only thing I could say this is one where you need to talk preferably to to Glidden because Wallach will go too fast and it'll be too hard to remember, and he'll load you up with a list of things. But uh, I would give Glidden a call and uh, see what you can get from him. Um, if you're members of his website, just call in on one of the Q and A things, uh, and you should be able to get some kind of a response. I know you've talked to him in the past. Yeah, but it, it's last time was like on your when he was on your show, I think. Yeah. Uh, I so, need to get him back on again. Um, I was going to say to get to him, I don't know that we're on his website. I know we were a few years ago for a little while, but then everything changed and yeah, and they've, he's got a new site now called Rise Up Into Health, and um, but Glidden.Healthcare is still there, if I'm not mistaken. That's the one I'm still signed up with. And they Jim, doesn't he spell it H-E-L-L-T-H? Say that again, Dave. Doesn't he spell it H-E-L-L-T-H? No. <laughs> he should. <laughs> 
rise up out of health. Uh, no, it's rise up into health. Okay, go ahead and type that again. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice try. So, save that website again. Yeah, Glidden. rise up. Uh, let me just do this. Um, yeah, just I will rise up. That should work. I'm doing using a different browser that I've never done before. So it's, uh, but there it is. Let's get this and I'll put it in the chat room. If I can get the thing to copy properly. Uh, there's that one. And where'd my browser go? <laughs> Hid behind the other one. Um, and glidden.healthcare. Basically, it looks like he's got them merged now. It looks like they're linking to the same site, from what I can tell. Um, so either one of those should get you there. Um, yeah, it looks like they're, he's got them merging now. Research covering 68 countries and 2,094 or 2,947 U.S. counties show vaccination produced no reduction in SARS-CoV-2 infections. Imagine that. <laughs> and <laughs> good grief. Uh, anyway, but Dr. Glidden is, uh, yeah, I'll have to see if I can't get him on the show here again sometime soon. The afternoon show is probably best because I know Thursday mornings, my uh, TFR show, he's doing a uh, chat during a big part of it. And this would be a better one anyway. So we'll see if we can't get in touch with his producer and get him on again. Hopefully soon. But, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then you'll be able to chime in and ask him a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But, uh, good heavens. Well, we've got about 23 minutes left. Anybody else got anything going on? Questions? Comments? Tell me I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, I gotta find a new sign-up link for the Gano Excel stuff because it's definitely screwed up. I'll have to, I'll work on that after the show's over and get it, get the website updated. Yeah. Seems to be the only way I find out things aren't working is when someone tries it and calls me about it. But anyway, let's see here. Let's see what I'm just the, pushing the envelope. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I want to see what's going on in health impact news these days. Study by Harvard researcher finds countries with lowest COVID-19 injection rates have the fewest cases of COVID than fully injected countries. Boy, now, doesn't that tell you something? Yeah. Look at what's going on in, uh, what is it, Utah, Pradesh, I think it is, a, a state in India. The one place where they pretty much closed the, the sealed the borders, wouldn't let anybody in, and then they gave all the people that live there hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And they have no deaths and no no COVID. Imagine that. And people aren't getting injected and not dying. Yeah. But we can't do that here. That that that's just that's just a fluke. Well, and, we're smarter than they are. Oh, of course we are. We have <laughs> Dr. Fauci, the Ferengi. <laughs> <laughs> <A> little puke. <laughs> uh, 
the fact that people are still listening to that guy in genuflecting every time he walks out just blows me away. It just shows Bubus Americanus is alive and well, but they're doing everything they can to fix that. And they'll kill them off one at a time. New study published in the European Journal of Epidemiology proves that what we conspiracy theorists have been saying all along about COVID-19 shots, they cause symptoms leading to COVID-19 diagnoses rather than prevent them. Study increases in COVID-19 are unrelated to levels of vaccination across 68 countries and 2,947 counties in the United States. was conducted by S.V. Subrumanian, who is affiliated with Harvard Center for Population and Development Studies, and also the Department of Social and Behavioral Sciences, Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. Study looked at data from 68 countries and 2,947 counties in the U.S. They used COVID-19 data provided by our our World in Data for cross-country analysis available as of September 3rd, 2021. And basically, they found that the stupid people are getting injected and getting sickened. And there you have it. All three FDA-authorized COVID injection companies employ former FDA commissioners. Imagine that. (laughs) Revolving door between the government and private sector and back. Hundreds of thousands of U.S. troops remain uninjected. And most of them are going to be losing their jobs and getting discharged. 16-year veteran Australian police sergeant quits in protest of Andrew's COVID orders. And let's see here. I hate these (laughs) pop-ups. Ah, here's a little video. Let's see how long it is. Come on, come on, come on. Why perhaps police... um either feeling more emboldened to act the way they are in relation to these true directions is because of the messaging that comes from Dan. He's not acting... Dan? You guys don't listen to Dan, you listen to Shane, right? Well, Daniel and... Everybody listens to Daniel Andrews. He's the Premier of our state and he tells us what to do on a daily basis. I challenge him to do that because if Daniel Andrews is as popular as he thinks he is, then everybody who supports Daniel Andrews can also come out and protest in favour of him. And Victoria Police can facilitate both sides. And let's see where the numbers fall. As I won't be a police officer after the end of this interview. I don't know how closely tied um, Shane Patton is to Dan Andrews and how that relationship works in terms of there being an extent, a separation of yeah. government and police. It seems to be breaking down. And it really does seem to be that that relationship has become um, more close and more comfortable than the community should be happy with. I think that there's supposed to be that separation. I put it to Kel Glaresini, the former Chief Commissioner, mm. I said, you know, people are seeing Big Paul as a, an extended arm, a political arm of the Andrews government. Yeah. To my shock, he said, yes, I think that's correct, they are. I agree with him.
Crystal, I'm nervous. So am I. <laughs> because you are an active serving sworn member of Victoria Police, right? I am, yes. You don't understand how much I avoid you guys. When I go out for a ride on my, what are we at now? Two hours we're allowed to... I think so, hours. yes, two hours. Yeah. If I'm out riding by myself on the trails and I go slightly beyond my five kilometres to six or 25, uh, I see you guys on the streets and I want nothing to do with you. So I'm quite nervous that I have Vicpol in my studio. You know, it's funny. I feel exactly the same way when I'm in plain clothes and I'm out exercising. And really? I walk past police. I, I have that same level of apprehension. Um, I have a medical exemption and I don't wear a mask. But so, you are the police. Like, look at yeah. the number of chevrons on your shoulder. <laughs> well, I'm an acting senior sergeant. Okay. Acting senior sergeant Crystal Mitchell joins us on the show today. Uh, it is an honour to have you here, though a little bit scary. I'm honoured that you would choose to come on here. Uh, why are you here? Well, um, I'm here for a number of reasons, um, but I think firstly, I probably just want to talk about, um, you know, who I am and, and the career that I've had with Victoria Police uh, and then get into why I came here because okay. there was a big, um, you know, thought process and um, battle of um, morals and integrity within me about what I wanted to do and um, how... Um, I see my organisation being used during this pandemic and it troubled me greatly. Yeah, I'm not going to go any further with it because this is a very long interview from the looks of it. Uh, I have put the link in the chat room and on the Telegram channel, so if anybody wants to watch the whole thing, uh, I'm probably going to try and watch it later, um, but uh, it's over an hour long, so we're, we don't have anywhere near that length of time and I think it'd be better to look at some other things and we're listening if anybody has anything else they want to bring up. Um, by all means, chime in. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Yeah, it's just, yeah, let's see, CDC, uh, six, go ahead. I'm back. Ah, and what's the latest? So I've been sitting here waiting to get discharged, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I'm sitting here waiting to get discharged and get my Dilatin and she just came to the door and they just brought me lunch and I'm like, why are you bringing me lunch? So I said, I'm supposed to get out of here. She's like, oh, well he canceled the OR, but he didn't order your meds. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we're waiting on the pain specialist to get here. I said, for what reason? The only reason I want to talk to the pain specialist is to get to the bottom of what I should take home with me. We already decided what I should take home with me from the urologist himself. I don't need a pain med guy. I said, just give me my Dilaudid and get me out of here. Oh, I'll have to page him again. So here I am. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Well, if, if any of my experience can help someone else. That's the key. You know, that's you have to look at it like that. <sighs> uh, that, that I, I, I chimed this. I hope it, it helps somebody. I hope somebody's listening today that they're going to remember something I say, and, and that's going to help them in the next situation they have if they have to interact with a hospital. Yeah, for whatever reason, whether it's kidney stones or anything else. You know, the, the, the key here is take responsibility for your own 
medical care, your own health and well-being, and be proactive. You know, the more than likely this could have been avoided had he been doing the nutritional yes. supplementation earlier on. And uh, one one of the big things is the expense. Uh, you know, there's no question this stuff is not cheap. Uh, but it is the least expensive stuff you're ever going to use because the most expensive stuff is the stuff that doesn't work. Um, this stuff works like nobody's business. It's the most absorbable, the most bioavailable of anything I've ever found. And the key is it combines all 90 nutrients in a synergistic form. So they work together to give your body everything it needs. And when you do that, everything gets better you know well the the biggest concern comments i get when people start using this stuff is i can't believe how much energy i have um i sleep so much better pains and aches and pains are going away all kinds of stuff like that um but the key is do it as close to your body weight as you can afford to and do it as consistently as possible you know every single day and the, we call it, our program's called 90 for Life because for a couple of reasons. Number one, you need the stuff every single day. As, as long as you need air and water and food, you need this stuff. And the other thing is, is when you take the 90, it improves your life. <laughs> so I look at it from a couple of different standpoints. I've never heard anybody else say that. They say 90 for life because you need to do it for life, but you need to do it for life to improve your life to get the most out of your life and uh time better spent other places than in er's and uh you know trying to be on constant vigilance you know just the stress of being in a place like this thinking what are they going to try to get me to do next what are they going to try and pressure me into what you know all that kind of stuff has got to be wearing on you too and it's uh, crazy Oh, you know, I can't imagine. Um, and well, when I drop this, uh, my YouTube channel is uh, the truth or is this the truth or is that the truth? And it's also a play on my family name, Thor, the truth Thor without an E. Ah, cool. And uh, I, when I dropped this interview with this nurse, that was her experience too. She is a nurse and she went in the hospital and had the exact same experience. Hmm. And they took her off the surgery schedule and she lost her baby because of that. Oh my goodness. So, you know, it's, yeah. And then her sister took the jab and died. And, uh, so it's been a rough month and a half for this young lady. Wow. And, and she was of course, uh, laid off without pay from her, from nursing job. And, and uh, insult to injury. Man. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh I just, within a month and a half. I just put the link to your YouTube channel in the chat, and I'm going to put it on my uh, Telegram channel as well. Oh, okay. So hopefully you can get your message spread far and wide uh, as far as, yeah, as my stuff goes. I'm taking a lot of time <laughs> to bleep out certain words so I don't get flagged. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you in California? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm in okay. California. I moved from Santa Monica, which I call called Santa Masquica. Mm -hmm. I moved from there down to Costa Mesa, Orange County, about two months ago, and it's so much better down here. Is it? Are yeah. More yeah. open and less less Nazi-esque? A hundred percent. You're the oddball if you wear a mask down Good. here. 
That's the way it should be. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. People should look at you funny if you were doing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I've got I've got a copy. I like you're going to rob them or something. Yeah. You know, I've got a copy of COVID Land coming that uh, Alex Jones has been marketing on his website. I don't know if he put it together or if somebody else did, but one of the opening statements that they, they've been using for advertising is Peggy Hall. And she's saying, you know, what if uh, before this all started a year and a half, two years ago, you walked into your local pharmacy wearing a face mask? Do you think they would look at you funny? Do you think they'd look at, let you in? And I mean, it's really some, you know, stuff that people need to think about. Um, the stuff 100%. that is looked at as normal now, so to speak, by most people, is, would have been totally Well, they're saying behavior. all the stuff that we've all been saying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, remember uh, uh, two years ago, you couldn't walk into a bank with a mask on. Oh, no, no, no. You know, they now you can't walk in, about... into a bank without a mask on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I walk into mine all the it's time crazy. and they look at me kind of funny, but they don't give me any grief. I think they know better. You heard, You saw that old lady who got beat up. They called the cops and they broke her arm. Yeah. And arrested right. her in Texas. Mm-hmm. 66-year-old woman. Unreal. It's hey, insane. I got to tell a little story here, Jimmy. Um, one of our uh, longevity guys who... He, he never could really make a go of it, and he stopped taking his nutrition. He worked at the post office for, you know, 30 years, was a Navy guy for four years, and he, he you know, we've been talking for a while. He's out in Massachusetts, and uh, he, he's had it pretty rough, and he decided to retire, and I said, you better not retire until you got all your, your home paid off, and, you, you know, you buy a car that you can pay for. His car's got 400,000 miles on it. 20 years old and he goes he just borrowed 40 grand to put a roof on his house last year and uh, he's got you know a, a common law wife and her whole family they're all on the dole and uh anyway he retired anyway and uh the other day he paid his bills and he came and told her i love you i'm depressed i want to kill myself she called the cops the cops came with ambulances in tow they asked him what was wrong. He said he was depressed. He wanted to kill himself. They took him and locked him up. And and, and mind you, this man, was he didn't have COVID or nothing. Right. The next day, they called her, and they said, we're treating him for pneumonia and COVID, and he's in intensive care, and you can't come in, and we'll release him in a couple days. Yeah, to the coroner, probably. And I haven't heard anything back from her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's some scary stuff right there. Yep, and that's all mineral deficiencies. Absolutely. It's crazy. And I've been trying to, I mean, we've actually sent this guy, he makes 140 grand a year, and we, my wife sent him a healthy start pack because he hadn't been on it in, in like two years, you know. And uh, he took it, but he didn't reorder and... Uh, oh, man. He wasn't even in our line, you know. We just met him at, you know, on the phone on conference calls and stuff, and and uh, we became friends. And he just, man, he. I know they got him on Rendisivir. He ain't getting out of there. Probably not. So, just be one. I more. thought I'd share that. He'll become the statistic. Just another one. Yep. That's a shame. Yeah, I've yeah. Uh, one of my uh, longevity just uh, customers 
I just found out the other day had passed away from COVID down in Texas. Left his wife and a teenage son behind. And uh, just, it's sad. You know, the if he'd have stayed on the stuff, he I don't know why he stopped taking it. He had been on uh, auto ship for a couple of years and then started backing off slowly and slowly. And then after a while, I didn't hear from him anymore. And the next thing I know, a friend of mine calls and says, oh, he passed away. I said, oh, boy. Yeah, you don't keep your Do you know Rock and Ron Randazzo? No. Jimmy? No. He was a longevity guy under Alex Jones that I met, you know, on these conference calls, lived out in California. And I mean, this guy was 60 years old, and he, he, was, a, he was a car salesman, and then he started driving Uber. And he was making good money, and he was working very part-time, and he was playing Frisbee golf with guys in their 20s almost every day. And they couldn't keep up with him, and they were blown away. How, you know, <laughs> how is this guy, what are you doing? And he was building a pretty good downline helping people. And uh, we just talked, you know, we were talking, we spoke on the phone, and uh, he wanted to order something from me. And uh, I texted him to see if he got it, and he didn't text me back. And I called him, I called him, and his, I got this really crazy message on his phone, and I'm like, uh-oh. And about a month later, I kept calling him, and his, now his phone shut off. I talked to Ben Fuchs. Ben knows him, and uh, he said he died. He had a heart attack, they said. Did he get and vaccinated? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, huh? Did he get a COVID shot? I, I know he, was, he would not have gotten one on his own. Um, but I don't know. You know, his dad was in his nineties. He was living with his dad, taking care of him. And, uh, his family was all against him. Um, and you know, didn't want his dad on the nutrition. And I know the people around him were, were vaxxed. So I'm guessing that, you know, he was up in the hills, you know, somewhere in Northern California and delivering food to people, they you know they'd order uh, uh, food, you know, and he'd deliver it. And he said they were all masked and vaxxed and uh, yuppies. And I'm sure he was shed on. I ha- it, it, it can't be any other thing. Well, I know he, he was still driving for Uber, though, wasn't he? What's that? Was he still driving for Uber? He he was, but he didn't drive people. He only he he said he hadn't driven people since COVID started. It was all food deliveries. Interesting. People would order food, call Uber to deliver it. Yeah, Uber Eats. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised that Uber made him get the jab just to keep driving for him, even though he wasn't doing people. Yeah, he wouldn't have. He would have quit. I would hope. But yeah. Yeah, the, he would have quit. I know he would have. I we you know we were. This guy was an Alex Jones guy, you know, yeah. um, and there ain't no way. He, he, he was totally awake and uh, loved Doc, knows mm-hmm. the products like we do, you know, right. um, knows the protocols. And, no, he, he, was, he was building the downline. That guy wanted to live, and he was living the life, you know. Mm-hmm. He loved that frisbee golf, and he played like he played almost every day. Wow. And them guys just were blown away by his his 
athleticism as a 60-year-old man, you know. Man, they couldn't believe it. <laughs> I can imagine. Somebody <laughs> but I, I'm just, just blown away. How, yeah. how in the heck? Now, Ron says he doesn't really know. He didn't ask, the, but the sister told him that he died and, and he had a heart attack. And I don't know if that's yeah. really the case. Hard you know? to say. Yeah, if you hear any more, let us know. And Ryan, uh, I will. hopefully get out of the hospital okay today, buddy. But we are out of time, so take care of your bodies because the only place you have to live will be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Take care and God bless. Thanks, Jim, and everybody. <laughs>